definition, and we always like to repeat it, it's we are working for making sport sustainable. And um, right. the, what you, which actually, uh, we believe it's actually uh, makes the sport sustainable, it's the community around it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because we have, we of course, we can have players, we can have uh, coaches, we can have uh, federations or governing bodies or associations or even partners, you know, suppliers and many people and stakeholders working around the sports. But yeah. if we do not have fans, if you do not have community, you don't have anything. Right. So... Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Sporting Global Podcast. And today I'm here with Fernando. Gentlemen, Fernando, how uh, how are you? How's, how's life? Thank you so much, Ole. I'm doing very well here. Hope you're, hope you're doing the same and uh, glad to be here with you guys and all the Sporting Global community. Absolutely. And and first of all, congrats on your newborn child as well. I know it was in December, but it's it's still pretty fresh, yeah. I would say. How how does it feel to be, you know, a, a father and, and all this? It's a know, whole thing? it's a whole new adventure, by yeah. the way. I'm pretty sure you 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 know most of you or, or some of you are already know what it, I'm talking about. It's a, I mean, it's a lot of happiness at the same time, you know. Right. So we are feeling feeling really good. We are, I mean. We're just happy. We are enjoying the moment. We are enjoying her and and seeing her grow. As you should. Well, I mean, like it's a it's, it's an amazing feeling. I mean, like I'm I'm, I'm not, you know, family all, all that stuff yet. But uh, you know, now uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll dive into the podcast. But uh, it's always good to hear, you know. And uh, kind of like have to ask, you know, how 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 it is. And uh, I'm glad Thank to you. have you part of the podcast because you know we're gonna talk about like some interesting stuff. Of course, like your journey. Uh, the work that you're doing at Leverade as well, and a lot of the cool stuff that is happening there. And, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to start a little bit about um, if you could take us a little bit back to sort of like how your journey in the sport industry began. Just just take us, you know, I know you're Brazilian, you know, big passion for sports and football there, but... Uh, Uruguayan, you know, Uruguayan. You're Uruguayan. Next to Brazil. Next to Brazil. Not, my, not my, that close. <laughs> Uruguay, you know, <laughs> we, we cut that out, so it's a get it the right. Um, Uruguay, you know, of course, and um, and also a big, big passion for, for sports and football there too, of course. And uh, and tell me a little bit true, kind of like, I guess, where that passion and, and love came for that, that is leading you into working for sports and in sports today. I guess that everything, uh, I mean, probably as most things in life started at you know, with the essentials. And uh, mm-hmm. it happens probably during my childhood. I mean, I used to practice a lot of sports. Uh, my parents always kept me doing something, uh, right. moving uh, moving my body somehow. So uh, I practice mountain biking, I practice soccer, I practice uh, tennis, I practice paddle, I, I, I swim. So. Uh, I think that my passion th- uh, for sports and, and also through sports began on, on my childhood and in my early years. Right. Then afterwards, of course, I mean, once you, you start building your, your career, your career and, and, and your expertise and your expertise, um, somehow the business got involved with the, with the passion, right? Right. And, uh, and I think that's, a, I don't know if it was a path that I necessarily looked for but somehow the opportunity came and, and I took it. That's awesome. And I mean, like, it's, uh, you're, you're right. I think, uh, you know, we, a lot of people that it's like, you know, 
in sports today they just have like this um what can i say it's just just started from the beginning you know like all the way at the, the childhood memory of course like i think all, like most people have like some sort of story or relations to sport whether they maybe like it or not but there's always so, some sort of involvement and i guess like sports just have that you know impact on people and and moving a little bit forward as well just just take us a little bit i guess to like you know your your educational route like some of the stuff you know that the companies that you worked on and then we're leading up a little bit to to your work at leverada you know to today well i mean uh on my early professional years career years uh, i had the opportunity of joining specialized bicycle components which actually my career in sporting goods started Nice. back in 2009 or something like that right. um, that was like my first experience uh, mm -hmm. and and sports it was it was not uh, that easy to you know uh, find uh, at that time a professional opportunity on sports right, right. and uh, again somehow I was there the opportunity was there I took it and I started mm -hmm. they, they were right in the middle of of the that internalization process in latin america yeah and uh, was, i was one of the first uh people and uh, hired on, on the team then afterwards i had the opportunity also with them of jumped in into chile and opening a new market new company in a new market um and and finally you know with a6 the same thing in chile and peru always on the corporate side for saying mm -hmm. somehow in the sporting goods industry right so that's where the sports and the and the business and the corporate thing got related right right well i mean like now you're obviously you know the director of, of business development at leverad and, and now it's now it's kind of like the startup world and we'll we'll touch a little bit on that later in the in the podcast but take take us a little bit through like what are some of your you know key responsibilities some of the tasks that you have with with them well uh, when I started last year, it was like a year ago, approximately. Mm -hmm. uh, Leverage, they have Leverage has been doing a great job here in, in Spain, where the company is located. Uh, after several years in the market, mm -hmm. almost eight, eight, nine years, uh, working with uh, sports national federations, providing uh, software technology for um, improving their operational efficiencies and trying to, you know, gather more uh, ways of increasing their revenue and, and, right. and, and the revenue streams. Um, so they, it was the time to start look, uh, looking for, for customers and, and federations and organizations on the sport industry outside Spain. So that's mm. why I came, I came in, I jumped in uh, with another colleague uh, on the international department, business development, yes. and we start to uh, open in new markets. Right. Uh, you know, contacting sports federations all over the world, assisting to events, Congress, try to meet, uh, to meet, you know, other sport and stakeholders in this industry mm -hmm. at the end to, you know, with the main goal, of course, of, of taking leverage to, to the entire globe. So that's where we are right in the middle of that path. Right. Exciting journey though, to be, to be part of, and I guess like, kind of like coming in there as, as, uh, you know, uh, the journey of, of a guess as well, uh, you know, blockchain, you know, crypto, NFTs market, you know, which is, you know, kind of like booming crazily, crazy these days, you know, in and outside sports, I would say. Um, 
and 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 I guess like you know from your side coming into that bubble, like going a little bit from the corporate side where where things has been you know very traditional, you know, in 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 many ways, even in sports, you know, and the, and the sporting goods, uh, going like I guess into that you know bubble and that hype marketing sense what have been some of the, the the key challenges that you've been facing and i guess like what are some of the you know great opportunities that have been presented in the market from your side sure sure let me comment first on the on the previous one uh, it was tough at the very beginning and it's still a challenge for us to to you know to being in contact with our potential customers you know prospects right. and partners because uh don't forget that we have a pandemic in right in the middle and all the business trips were you know canceled and stopped right. and so it's uh, for us that we kind of live on 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 that uh you know relationship that we have with the people taking decisions mm-hmm. and making decisions on the other side of the table it's being hard because we you right. know we have to adapt ourselves to this kind of uh, methodology on on selling through through a video conference right we know uh, the feeling. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, everyone knows what I'm talking about. So it right. was challenging. Yeah. And and answering, going straight to your question, I mean, the corporate world, every corporation at the very beginning, on the earliest years, they were startups, right? I mean, there's no company that's just grown uh, from nothing to to a billion dollar company. So uh, I think that the you know co-living of of the corporations or the corporate world and the startup technology specifically about technology talking uh it's something that it's very very useful not only useful but very worth it for both worlds mm. because there, you have you have positive things on the, on 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 those new on those worlds for saying it somehow again um because corporations has you know they have their processes they have uh, their their roles their responsibility their structures they know what they're doing they have been right. doing for several years yeah uh, they have policies and uh, they have one people not all of them but they have one one person for each of the of the responsibilities and the tasks and so on and mm-hmm. the startup world is entirely different right i mean <laughs> it's you have to be very very resilient and very adaptable to the uh, reality that it's maybe sometimes lack of uh, lack of people lack of right. enough resources um lack of uh, lack of time because you have to be doing a lot of things at the same time mm-hmm. but again resilience it's a it's a key for it because uh, you need to understand it as a as a stage right mm-hmm. and then yeah, yeah. Uh, you're kind of uh, working for the future right and uh, but it's passionate it's passionate because you need you 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 really feel it you really feel you're doing something from scratch right yeah yeah and um and then the comfort and and the comfort of the corporate world it's uh, it's not there but uh but it's challenging and and i i am really grateful for the opportunity well i guess in a sense um the the lack of comfort in a sense it's also kind of like the opportunity that lies there right because exactly. you're you're sort of like creating your own pathway in the journey and and sort of like an up, un, untapped market and and obviously you, you you mentioned you know some of the challenges some of the differences here like you know looking at the, the, the i guess in a sense the stage that you guys are in now but but if you wanted to like just talk a little bit about the, the opportunities that you've seen and like coming in you know through the pandemic coming in like you know working here for for a year like what are some of the opportunities that you've been you know noticing and that you kind of like now as well are 
are like, okay, this, this is something that we have to explore further. Well, I believe that uh, especially and specifically with the pandemic and after the pandemic, what we have seen is uh, a great opportunity for, and not only for the sports industry, but in, in general for the digitalization of everything, right? Of the world and of the, all the, everything that it's involved somehow in our daily lives. Right. Um, it came from a need, of course, during yeah. the pandemic. It, it's, it didn't start with the pandemic. Of course, trends were and, and, and sure. facts came uh, before the pandemic, but uh, they accelerated somehow, right? Mm -hmm. you, we all know that. And, yeah. and in sports, it was, it's, an, it's an industry that, um, it, I wouldn't say it, it's lack of technology or it's lack of, because it's not, because there's a lot of mm -hmm. work there and a lot of, uh, um, and depending on which side of the industry you are talking about, there's more or there's less. Sure. But there's a there's there are big opportunities, right? Oh, yeah. it there. Big time. there are big, big time. opportunities for the future, and I think that leverage it to, in particular. We are following uh, the the natural path, right? I'm saying it somehow that that we always have in mind, and 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 the founders of the company had mm. in mind, thinking especially on the community of sports, right? right. Having the community yeah. and the and the people around sports as the main north, right? As and that's why our mission, and we always like to repeat it, it's we are working for making sports sustainable. And um, right. the, what you, which actually, uh, we believe it's actually uh, makes the sport sustainable, it's the community around it, right? Mm -hmm. um, because we have, we of course, we can have players, we can have uh, coaches, we can have uh, federations or governing bodies or associations or even partners you know suppliers sure. and many people and stakeholders working around the sports but yeah. if we don't have fans if you don't have community you don't have anything no. so we we have that north and i think that um in that sense thinking on blockchain it was like the natural path path to mm. to go through uh ahead into the future and that's why we we see we saw this opportunity and and we are working with it and try to um, helping and supporting the sports governing bodies on this on this way right uh, by generating you know additional revenue streams that will help them you know murder make their make their activities more sustainable right and um, and that's what we're working on mm. we have we have a great project ongoing and um, and we're looking forward to to see the results of course yeah, of course. And, and I mean, like, but I think you're touching on something, uh, you know, very important. And of course, like just um, talking a little bit about that, I guess, natural pathway, right? Because I, I think like a challenge in, I mean, like generally in startup world and ecosystems is that um, you tend to kind of like drift away with, with sort of like what's, what's trending, what's hyping, kind of like, you know, the, the bubbles, right? And then, you know, obviously, you know, there has to be like some sort of, you know, sustainability, natural process, and depending on, okay, what is your ultimate goal, right? And I mean, like, it, it's clear for you guys, okay, this, this is the tool that we're using and have to use in order to like achieve, you know, our ultimate goal. And, and I guess also, you know, from, uh, you know, your, your viewpoint and, and, and your comment on, you know, I guess, in a sense, lack of technology, I understand what you're, where, where you're saying and what you're going with it, because I, 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 understand completely like you know this this side of the industry and and i think you know 
the challenge, and I guess like perhaps has been a challenge for you guys too, is that um, bringing such a new technology into, I guess, more, um, how can I say, lack of you know technology organization in that sense it, it, it's a big jump for 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 a lot of people how do you kind of like i guess mitigate and 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 help them you know understanding that okay that's this is a tool you know this is a a resource that's going to help them you know actually you know it's going to create value for them and for their community and, and so forth that's a key things what you're mentioning that's it's important because I mean, change is always it's always a hard thing, right? I mean, it's right. not only for sports organizations; it's oh, for, yeah. for for everybody, every one of us in life, right? Um, because it's uh, it requires some energy, it requires some uh, deliberation, right? And it requires some cost sometimes. At the same time, when you're making decisions into change, right? Mm -hmm. So if you decide to change or not, rather do it or not, I mean it actually goes to the fact of being confident to do that step and make that step through. Right. And uh, when you're talking about technology, uh, probably not that well known for a lot of people, right? Mm -hmm. And not that incorporated into our you know, daily tasks and daily operational side. Uh, it's tough. And I mean, and so we have to first convince and being you know, very, very solid and very argumentative in the in the sense of okay this is what we are doing this is what we are providing and the benefits that you will you know being seeing as outcomes of incorporating these tools right, right. and that's why i said before uh the natural path because mm -hmm. we started with yeah. leverage we started as as a technological partner providing tools for improving their operational efficiencies. Right. Okay? So we, right. Are, we were not adding anything new. We were just, okay, this is, these are tools that would help you continue doing what you are already doing, okay? But they'll help you improve your tasks. They'll help you, right. you'll get better costs, okay? You, you'll, right. save, you'll be saving costs. You'll be generating additional uh, results. Mm -hmm. So we provide tools for competition organizing, for membership management, for internal and external communication, right. for you know referees assignments, so that's where we started. And then yeah. again, the natural path uh, through the future we saw it clearly through providing technology that will help these organizations into generating additional revenue streams. And that's where we saw the blockchain and the you know the tokenization and NFTs mm -hmm. uh, as a big big opportunity for. Again, generating additional revenue streams, but without forgetting the main north that we had that is around communities. Right. We saw there's a big opportunity, not only for the organizations, but also for involving the sport community around mm. the sport. A hundred percent. It makes a lot of sense. And, and in that sense, I wanted to uh, um, just talk a little bit, I guess, in a sense, the NFT market, because I mean, like, it's been booming quite crazy. I think everyone is kind of like, just what is an NFT? What is, <laughs> what is it used for? And there's so many like, you know, names and words and, and associations. And then there's, you know, NFTs popping up everywhere. You're reading on, you know, Twitter, like how, you know, 12 year olds are making <laughs> NFTs, like all, all this, all this stuff. Right. And, and obviously now it's, you know, 
kind of like you know in a sense coming into the sport industry as well people are like obviously you know through the blockchain through like all this stuff like okay nfts is is suddenly like an approach there and and i guess like from you know your guys side uh you know can you explain a little bit more about you know what it is how the companies you know involved in this segment of you know the 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 industry of course um what we are basically getting into it we are offering this the sports federations mainly mm. even though it's useful or would be useful for any other sports organization as well we are sure. focusing mainly on the sports federations yeah uh, we are doing uh, offering the possibility of uh, incorporating the blockchain technology by uh, creating a token for mm -hmm. the for the sport uh, governing body which of course will be available for the entire sport community okay right uh, and the most important thing is which utilities this token would have around it okay it's mm -hmm. not only a matter of acquiring and then selling it's not just a trading thing of course right. that you have possibility because right. that's that's the first thing we need always to be clear about it's not it's not speculation this is not a a, a, a cryptocurrency uh you know a trading business yeah, okay yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah this is a sport business and we see a big opportunity for creating tokens uh, on sport governing bodies belonging to sport governing bodies and involving communities around mm. it and right. and we are focusing again i cannot disclose everything what we are going to oh, be of course, uh, of course building around it so far but we are going to be uh, working very hard on that part of uh, the utilities and the functionalities that this tokenization of the federations are gonna be given to the sport community which we believe hardly believe that it's everything it's what it it makes it worth right it makes it right. uh sustainable again mm -hmm. for the future makes make, makes total sense but, but this is why i why i had to ask this question you know because i think uh you know especially now we're like sort of what nfts are perceived as and sort of like how what it is associated with it is important to distinguish right that first of all there's there's multiple you know variants and angles you know to work around with it and and there's pathways here that is not just you know um a, a property that you know it is going to be you know buy and sold and go on the market and then kind of like you know run its own life cycle or whatever you want to call it but this is like okay this is you know we're making something here and our you know bringing in this federation, this governing bodies in sports and and then benefiting the community, you know, in sports. So that, that kind of like gives an aspect of like, okay, well, now there's a clear path of like, how is this benefiting, you know, not just that single individual or consumer, I guess, in a sense that are are in that, you know, uh, NFT bubble or, or process. And I think that's important to distinguish and something that has to be elevated even more, I, I say, at a general basis, because it's it's... As of now, it's very unclear unless you're in that bubble yourself, and so that's absolutely. Um, I mean, and the first thing that I think that that we need all to understand is that we need to speak, uh, you know, clear. Mm, uh, we have to be clear on the way that we transmit those ideas and and uh, and the way we, you know, we sell, we right. sell the, the product right. because, and the best way I found Ole, to 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 explain it is, um, I mean just to you know be, give people some argument it's it's a digitalization of of assets right that's what we all know about this um and 
if we think, maybe if we if you first think about an NFT and you don't know, you, you haven't been involved in blockchain and on cryptocurrencies and NFTs, you don't know what it is. But I'm pretty sure you all know, you all have done, you know, something in life. I mean, at least you have had a credit card, right? Mm -hmm. Credit cards now are digital. Right. So uh, there, they are, there are a lot of aspects in our daily life that are already digitalized. Right? Oh, yeah, 100%. And we proceed, we, we do not need the, the physical contact or the physical good in order to, uh, to operate it, okay? Right, right. And this is, a, this is the same thing. I mean, this is, this is something that it exists in the digital world. We don't need it physically. And... Um, and we'll get used to it really fast. Oh, yeah. I mean, once we once we get involved with it, once it it gets more you know generalized and, and democratized, uh, it is it's gonna be a, a big opportunity. Not only for I'm I'm not just talking about sport organizations. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean we are, we clearly see this as the future. Oh, it makes 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 total sense, and and it's very important as you were saying too. It's like the message has to be clear, you know, for people to understand and, and for the fans, for the community to understand, okay, what's, what's the value here? What's the value for, 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 for the community, you know, to be, to be part of it. Um, I, I wanted to go a little bit back, you know, from when you were working at uh, Essex, you know, uh, as a country manager and I guess, you know, working and, and obviously you, you've been in like, you know, multiple, you know, major corporation, more of the corporate world of the industry, you know, and, and going into the startup world, what, what has been some of your, I guess, you know, key lessons, things that you brought with you, you know, from this, the sport corporate world going into the startup world, because as you were already talking about, you know, it's, it's huge difference. Like it's, it, it's a different stages, different, you know, ways of thinking and, and, and how to use, but what are some of the lessons you, you brought in with you? And besides my experience and beyond my experience, what I believe, hard to believe, it's that both worlds, they need to collaborate more. Mm, yeah, uh, that's good. You know, and this is a learning maybe that I got from kind of had, having the opportunity of of witnessing, you know, the reality of a corporation and the reality of a startup. I think that, you know, both worlds, they do have an opportunity of collaborate, a big opportunity of collaborating with each other. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the corporate world has a lot to offer to the startup world in terms of um, experience, of right. course. Right. Uh, again, they have already went through all the way somehow. And, and the startup world, they do have or, or we have the, the, that entrepreneurship, you know, um, uh, spirit, right? Mm -hmm. of keeping everything fresh and the the speed on the startup world it's kind of different right and uh, you know everything happens and at a different speed mm. uh, and in corporations for good or for bad sometimes you know you have that bureaucracy or that the, right. you, you have to accomplish some you know procedures and times and there's a lot of people involved and so on which is good you know right. there's no other way that people have already find to to govern in you know in terms of governance, uh, there's there are no other solutions so far. But uh, again, the startup world it's a lot more fresh in that sense. Yeah, and uh, that's why you know good ideas they do have a quick development and and sometimes they can validate rapidly. 
and, and go into the market very fast and maybe they fail or they might not have failed or they might succeed, but you know it quickly, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that again, for highlighting uh, both worlds, they do have a big opportunity for collaboration, which actually do we not see very often. Right. I know there yeah. are some, uh, I know there are some, um, how do you say the uh, launch pods maybe on the, on, on the different markets, mainly here in Europe and in the States, but um, that are helping, you know, corporations or, and startups mm. to somehow get in touch and, and work together. Right. But that's a, that's the main thing uh, I would say. Uh, big opportunity for collaborating between corporations and and big companies and the startup world. And it and it's so important too, you know, if you think about it, you know, because it's so critical for for the growth and development of the sport industry as a whole. And although yeah, it's it's very you know uh, organized, um, you know, um, governmental and, and and quite structural as well in many ways. You know, it, it takes time, you know, in these established organizations to, 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 you know, innovate, to like have those ideas and concepts themselves, right? And maybe not even like, you know, we talk about time and resources, but, you know, the, the, the good things about being in the start world, and I'm sure you saw this too, it's just like the pace, right? Of just exactly. getting things done and, and how you can then integrate that into, you know, the, the more traditional organizations um, out, out in the sport industry there. But um moving moving on and i wanted to just talk a little about you know some tips that you have you know for 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 students you know looking for a career in the sport industry and i wanted to like one uh talk a little bit more about like i guess in a sense general tips you know that you have for like people that are trying to break in but also a little bit more advice for those that are you know trying to explore that you know, how can I say the new, the, the, the new sports tech world, you know, with blockchain and, and then tokenization, all this stuff. What are some things that they should keep in mind? They should be prepared. Uh, that, that's the first thing. I mean, and not only for, for sports industry and not only for, for technology, but in life in general, right? I mean, you have to be prepared. Right. If, you, if you want something, if you have, uh, if you have a North, if you have a goal or, or uh, an objective, um, you have to make sure you you accomplish anything you know everything you need to to be there when mm -hmm. the opportunity comes you know and you have to be ready. Right. And the opportunity, of course, then the opportunity won't, won't come alone. You know, I mean, it, it just you need to pursue it, right? You need to right. go go outside on the real world. Make sure you're pursuing opportunities. Make sure you're talking to people, right? Um, to the right people. Right. So, be prepared would be my my first tip. Just make sure you, just make sure you have a plan, right? Mm -hmm. uh, let's make sure you you have a goal, uh, a clear goal, a clear goal that you would would like to you know uh, accomplish in life. If it's a professional goal in in the sports industry in general, then just make sure that there are ways of being prepared, you know. Right. Uh, of course, on the formal education side, uh, there's there are nowadays not they might not. Uh, we didn't have the, the same opportunities as today, right? There were not, for example, uh, sport management career careers in the past in in the past, and or MBAs in sports management as there are today. So, but there again, there are formal education side of 
of being prepared, uh, making sure you're acquiring all the tools. Mm -hmm. Then building a good network. It's also uh, it's also important. You pretty sure you know what I'm talking about. Um, so building a good network. So you are you know involved in the in the sporting uh, in the sports industry with professionals that are already working there. Um, you know, having the opportunity of going into events and, and seminars and congress that uh, somehow will get you there, you know, right? Uh, because and you have to pursue the opportunities, but make sure you have a goal, make sure you have a plan for acquiring that goal or, or pursuing that goal. And then it's action, right? Just, right. just do it. Uh, do it. Nike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no ways of not only if you just dream about it, it's not going to happen, right? Right. I mean, you have to dream about it first, then you have to make a plan and then you have to go for it. And and there 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 are big opportunities. That's also something that, you know, it's tough to see at the very beginning when you are planning, when you are dreaming, it it's not that clear. You, you cannot say that clear way, you know? Mm. Uh, so it's important that to know and be sure that opportunities are outside there if you look for them right no 100% and I think it's a it's a great uh, you know advice for people to keep in mind and I really enjoy what you were saying in terms of being prepared right because for for, for what we see and also like I me mean, it's an understandable challenge you know in sports as well is that uh, you know you it's good having good like big goals big dreams you know like maybe working for, you know, Real Madrid, Manchester United, you know, all this, all, all this good stuff, right? But then I think it, it comes down to that, you know, preparation, right? And then being prepared of knowing that, yes, you can have that goal of, you know, working for, you know, Premier League club, like La Liga, like whatever you want, right? A massive goal, but understand that that's going to take you, you know, time. It's not going to happen right after graduation, you know, it's going to, there's a lot of work that has to be put in, you know, into, in order to achieve that, you know, so, alongside with like you know setting that goal setting that you know dream that you have you know do the preparation first to understanding okay what okay what is, what do i have to do you know in order to reach that goal and understanding too that there's many ways you know to, to to reach your goal and i guess like you know from your experience to uh being in both the startup world and in the in the corporate sport business like did, did you ever uh, plan to go into the sports tech uh, startup you know young young company world or or did that how, how did that it wasn't my it wasn't my dreams um i mean of course i pursued oh yeah somehow right oh yeah but sure. uh it wasn't my dreams because i when i i was working already and i i had my career on the on the sports industry already right and when i decided here with my family to move into into spain uh i had a I had a, that's another interesting thing. Uh, I had the opportunity of starting all over again, right? Right. I mean, uh, and that's also a, a life decision that I, that I made. Uh, not understandable for, for everyone. Um, you know, I was questioned several times about why did you left? Why did you, you know, moved on? And why did you left the previous company and you were so comfortable? I mean, sometimes, you know, when you are pursuing something, uh, you just need to get out of your comfort zone. You just need oh, to yeah. to break uh, and make 
accidents happen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Of course, there are accidents that you cannot control. I'm not saying that, but oh, you yeah. can provoke you can provoke accidents, right? Right. And sure. uh, when I when I decided to move here into Spain, for example, I didn't know where I was going to work, right? Right. I didn't know if I was going to have the opportunity of, of keep on working on the sports industry and specifically on technology, which was something I was looking for because right. technology kind of, the, you know, sure. we are right in the middle of that revolution. So I right. just wanted to be, you know, and, and with this, all this blockchain world coming ahead of us, Again, it's a vanguard, this thing that I wanted to be there. You know, I want to be where change is happening. I want to be where right. the impact is. It's, it's a, being provoked. So, mm -hmm. but I didn't know how, if I was going to have that opportunity, right? Right, right. Uh, so I had to start it from the beginning, mm -hmm. right? So I broke, I broke the, the, I broke the status quo, right? Mm -hmm. So I moved up here into Spain and started looking for, for the opportunity. Again, initially as a way of starting all over again, and then of course looking into the appropriate places and knocking the appropriate doors and talking to people, I had this opportunity with Leverage of again continuing my my career in the sporting goods and sorry in the sports industry, um, and specifically in technology that it was something that I was dreaming of, awesome. but uh, it's pursuing. Somehow you don't know how to do it. But you need to start somehow and provoke that accident. Right, right. No, I think it's a a perfect way, you know, to wrap up this uh, this podcast, Fernando. And uh, it's uh, I, if there's some things that people, you know, need to take from this is, you know, being prepared to get out of your comfort zone and then just go for it. You know, just work for it. You know, have big goals and big dreams, but make sure to be prepared and work for it and understanding that sometimes you just got to break the status quo you know it's it's part of the journey yeah precisely and and the being prepared part is very important and i want to highlight that because if not it just maybe it's sometimes you know people kept the always the good sounds with it yeah. uh, with the idea and uh they, they it just maybe it might be understand it as just jump into the no, it's not just jump into the pool. I mean, you just you just need to jump into the pool, but you just need to make sure there's water on it, right? Oh, for sure. Um, if not, you get yourself kicked. So, <laughs> um, no, but it's important, right? You need to be prepared. You, you should have a plan, right? Mm. That plan is not going to give you 100% certainty for the future. No, no. Definitely not, okay? But at least you have a plan. You have a plan A, you have a plan B. And if things go the the, the way you dream, the 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 you know the good feeling about it it's really comf you know it's really comfort Absolutely. so comfortable well fernando i would like to thank you you know so much for uh for taking the time you know for uh sharing your tips and insights with, with all of us and for those of you you know that have been listening all the way to the end make sure to like the video if you haven't already and subscribe as well and hope to see you all in the sporting global platform obviously you know you can sign up for free uh download the the app as well it's just free ios and android you know wherever you whatever you have you know it can be right in your palm you know find jobs connect with fernando you know follow 
Lemurad as well. Like, see what job opportunities that are there as well. So, you know, there's there's always good stuff. You know, so make sure to to check that. And you you talked you talked about um, you know being out of your comfort zone. And I have to like you know put you put you a little bit on the spot here you know, <laughs> with the, with with that. Um, and and you you might already know, but we have like this tradition right in the Sporting Global podcast where I'm teaching every guest a little bit Norwegian. You know, it's, it's just a way of us, you know, to just keep that Norwegian touch on Sporting Global. Because that's important, you know, you talk about, you know, being clear, being, you know, following your vision and your journey. And for us, you know, we, we can't remember that, we can't forget that we're Norwegian at the end of the day. <laughs> and so uh, with, with every video we do, we always finish with Vi snakkes, which means see you later in Norwegian. So that's that's what you have to say. Vi <laughs> snakkes? Vi snakkes. Vi snakkes. There you go. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Perfect. I can live in, in Norway already. Hmm? I can live in Norway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. You know, you, like, <laughs> you're practically local at this point. <laughs> thank you so much, Ole. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you so so. Thank you, everyone in the in the community. And we look forward to lots of, this, lots of success also in the in the future upcoming with, with Global and Sports. All right. Thank you so much, Fernando. We'll, uh, we'll talk very soon. And uh, and uh, for, for the rest of you, you know, peace, not kiss. <laughs>